Hi there, this is Kevin Lewis, the director of Willie's Wonderland, and you are listening to the Horror Squad Podcast. episode number 244 tonight we are going to be talking about steve's birthday pick so happy birthday to steve uh we are going to be talking about 1999's end of days starring our man arnold schwarzenegger uh so yeah steve happy birthday man thank you uh you know i'm feeling old joe i'm feeling old uh (laughs) i am now 40 fucking years old and feeling every bit of it the big four zero, um, yeah. So that's that's a tough one. You know, that's a tough one to swallow when you ever you change decade. You know, it's like you you feel that age. But uh, you know, I guess forty is like I don't know. It doesn't feel as old as it used to. I think you know when, when I was a kid, I feel like forty was old. But now, right, uh, people still do stuff at forty, so it's not that bad yet. But yeah, it's definitely it's always tough to change that decade. But I'm super happy to be doing an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. He is my favorite actor of all time. It's the actor that my dad and I used to like really bond over watching movies in the like late 80s and 90s and stuff. So, uh, you know, when I thought something special for my 40th birthday, I mold a few around, but I think I decided to do something with my favorite actor. Not necessarily one of my favorite films, but he hasn't done a ton of horror and it's definitely de- better than Maggie. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I think this uh, <laughs> this was a good pick for me. And it's something I, I, I've been meaning to review at some point, you know, it's... Uh, got good memories of it yeah i'm excited you picked it too because i literally haven't seen it since theaters like i think i yeah i I remember (laughs) going to see it in theaters when i was when i was 12 literally 12 years old uh, at the time wow they let you see this when you were 12 yeah i would say uh back in the day like they didn't give a shit like if you were under 18 going to see like r-rated movies like i i remember it didn't they didn't start really like uh checking like until i Remember, I went and saw Jason X. That's like the only movie I ever got shot out of. I had to go see uh, The Mummy. I think, no, The Scorpion King. I had to go see The Scorpion King instead because they wouldn't let us into Jason X. But they didn't, yeah, American cinemas really didn't seem to give a shit uh, when I was younger about going to see movies like like this. So I was very excited to revisit it because it's been obviously forever. I have fond memories actually of the soundtrack because I remember owning the soundtrack when I was a kid too. Like and I used to play it on my Sony Walkman going in the on the bus stop to school all the time. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I was excited to revisit it, too. Um, I should also mention Todd is going to be joining us tonight. So for you Todd super fans out there, he will be joining us within, uh, I would say, within the next 20 minutes or so. But while we wait, I guess let's get into Steve's birthday questions this yeah. week. But before we do that, some. Oh, there's sorry. also something super exciting about today. I don't know if you know this. You and I are currently at Halloween Horror Nights. That's right. So the, <laughs> the day that this episode releases we're attending Halloween Horror Nights. It'll be our second night. So I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, you know, it's obviously we're recording this early. I'm just, you know, really thrilled that we're finally getting to do that together. And I'm sure we're having a ton of fun, you know, definitely going into the fog and enjoying all that stuff. So once uh, this episode releases, the one after, we're going to have a lot of stories to tell, I'm sure. And it'll definitely. be a fun one for sure. Absolutely. So let's see. I told all of our listeners, don't let let Steve down this week. Don't let the Canadians weep. And hopefully you sent some good questions. So let's hear them. 
Yeah, well, you can ask us those questions on social media at the Horror Squad podcast or on our Discord, which is where pretty much everyone sent uh, their questions. But the first series of questions come to us from a very special guest. This is actually a first-time voice on the show, and this is really a special one. We're not going to get to do this again, so I'm happy we got it done in time for this really special episode. These questions come from Arnold Schwarzenegger himself. Now, I promise you, this is not Chuck pretending to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is absolutely Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, Arnold, what is your first question? Hello there, Horror Squad Podcast. It's me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You may remember me from such amazing films as The Terminator, Predator, Kindergarten Cop, and The Terminator. Well, I heard that your little podcast show was reviewing a movie I made in 1999 called End of Days. Well, I'm going to give you a pleasure of having a few questions asked by me, Mr. Universe. First question, which of my movies do you quote the most? Oh, man, that's a good question. And Chuck, that was, I mean, well, I'm sorry, Arnold. Thank no, you so I was going to say, Chuck, no, Chuck question, Chuck's a didn't send yeah, questions, man. He, he failed us this week. But Arnold's yeah. you know, pulling, <laughs> pulling out this week. Yep. Uh, oh, man, he has so many quotable movies i mean i but i go i revert back to kindergarten cop i think because like i grew up with like that movie it was like my childhood so and there's just so many uh iconic lines from that movie so yeah kindergarten cop for me uh yeah it's gotta be it's between kindergarten cop and um you know as, as crazy as it sounds batman and robin his lines are so bad in batman and robin that i just end up finding a reason to quote them all the time Anyone who listens to my other podcasts, the Let's XP Geek and Gaming podcast, know I always try to fit in a Batman Robin, Mr. Freeze quote in there somewhere. So, yeah, but Kindergarten Cop, man, there's so many great lines in that movie. It's so quotable and it's so funny. Like, it's such a funny movie. Yeah. And, and around the Christmas time, you know, Jingle All the Way rears his head as well. So, that's another very quotable movie. He's a quotable guy, you know, because his, his delivery can make just a normal line sound hilarious and quotable i mean there's a few in this movie which i'll talk about during the review that uh are pretty good so yeah arnold's the best man what's your favorite line from uh, kindergarten cop oh man ah uh, geez i i like uh when the guy's like man who the fuck are you and he just blows the couch away and he's like i'm the potty <laughs> <laughs> that's that's definitely the favorite yeah i actually from the very same scene i think my favorite is when he sits down and he says I love you, Cindy. I will be with you nights, days, weekends, holidays. I will be with you until the end of time. (laughs) He's he's awesome. He's such a great movie. All right, Arnold, what's your second question? I know I've given up acting, but do you wish that I would have done a little more horror? Yeah, of course. I mean, being a horror fan, I'd love to see, I would have loved to see Arnold. But I mean, let's be honest, Arnold's an action star. And even like his, I honestly, like this movie definitely has like a good amount of action. And I would say Maggie was really the only like movie of his I can even think of where like there wasn't much action in it what's uh at all so yeah i mean he you know he he does his thing you know i, I don't think it was necessary but sure i would like to have seen arnold in like a slasher movie or something like that yeah i, I agree like that's he's he's the action guy you know he's the the poster child of action movies so it's good that he stayed uh, in his lane a lot he does do a, you know a few surprise movies here and there i watched one i don't remember the name of it right now last year where 
it was like he played like a really dramatic character i think it's it might have been aftermath where he like lost his daughter in a plane accident and then tries to go after the people who caused it and it's just and you'd think he'd go in a way that it's like a revenge tale and all that stuff but it's actually a really like toned down emotional movie which was weird you know to see arnold do that in but certainly i would love to see him do you know we can have action horror uh there's been rumors of him doing a zombie film for a long time i don't know if that's something that's actually happening or just rumors but i could totally see arnold just blasting zombies away and having fun with it but he's getting there he's getting up there too yeah so not a ton of years left for him to do stuff like that but yeah for sure i would love to see more of it and uh arnold what is your final question last question and then you can go who is your daddy and what does he do now get to the chopper come on do it what are you waiting for that's a classic line as well from kindergarten another Garden kindergarten copy <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> does he really want to know who my daddy I, is i guess so <laughs> if, if, if you can tell unless he's like some kind of super spy and you don't want to talk about it no no um my, me and my dad have the same we share the same name so you know there's a little fun tidbit for you guys and uh he's a store manager at a supermarket so there you go <laughs> very nice my dad is currently retired very happily for him to be have, have finally gotten to that age but he used to be a distribution manager for a large company but i, I have huge kudos for my dad you know when i grew up we, we grew up in like poverty we had no money we had a tiny tiny apartment you know almost no toys he had a rough upbringing, a military family, moved every two years, you know, dad always gone doing, you know, military stuff and mom, you know, raising four children and stuff like that. And he took us out of poverty. You know, he started his own company with nothing, uh, built it to a point where he got to sell it for a lot of money. And then, you know, we had a pretty comfortable, like late teen life to early, you know, adulthood life. So definitely mad respect for my dad and a role model for me for sure. And also the guy who got me into horror. So that's always a good thing. And uh, and who got me into Arnold. So <laughs> I guess it works perfectly for this episode. Very happy for him. Yeah. Awesome. There he is. Hello. God, you just missed it, Todd. What happened? What did I miss? We got a very special guest uh, send a question this week. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right. So on to our written questions. So this one actually came to us uh, last week. But we, uh, like the question came in right after we had recorded. So it comes from Patty. Who's your favorite final girl or boy from the 1980s? Um, I guess. 1980s. I mean, just, yeah, I mean, ooh, that's tough, actually. I was going to. tough. I'll go, I'll go Heather Lang and Kim since, like, Nightmare was my favorite franchise pretty much of the 80s so i'll go i'll go her just because i can't think of anyone else right now i was gonna say sigourney but she's more, she, I mean, she, she's she like wasn't really a final girl in aliens right no, she was an really, alien right, but yeah. not an alien right. so. she's exactly, the final yeah. boss in aliens dude <laughs> yeah for the queen final girl man i'm drawing a huge blink right now you give it to jamie lee i mean she's you know she's 70s and 80s really in a lot of yeah. ways yeah but for which movie in the 80s you know that's Halloween uh, 2. Terror Train. <laughs> right. Terror and Train. Halloween 2. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pass on this one because I can't really think of any. Come on. How about a final boy? Final boy? Yeah. Like, Can you, you name. Nightmare, Nightmare 2 fan? 
<laughs> I am a Nightmare 2 fan. Uh, that That's dude from one. The Lost Boys? Yeah. I forget yeah. his name. Uh, Jason Patrick? Yeah, Jason Patrick. Yeah. I forget what his uh, character name is, though. Michael. 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 <laughs> Wait, Keith or Sutherland, the whole movie is Michael. Oh, can I? You know, this just reminded me of something. Is it? Has it? Have either of you guys met Corey Feldman? No. Okay. Well, I was told because I was thinking about going to meet him because he's doing a signing around here in December, but I was told he doesn't autograph his name. He just does a peace sign for his <laughs> autograph. And I'm like, are you fucking Blame. serious? And this was this was came from Missy because she was talking when I was talking to her at uh, Silver Scream a few weeks ago, and she was like, yeah, he someone told me he just does a peace sign for his autograph, and he won't even put his cat like character name nothing. He just does a peace sign. I was like, well, <laughs> fuck that. I ain't I ain't fucking paying uh, eighty dollars for a peace sign. <laughs> I'm about to sign a bunch of eight by tens by him with peace signs. <laughs> so, um, there you go. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of him real quick, I'll go with him from uh, Friday Part Four because he's badass. It's Tommy in that one. There you go. Yeah. Or uh, you know Tom Matthews from um, Return Friday Part Six. He's oh, not really yeah, a you know, final guy in that one because he's a zombie. But no, yeah, Part not, Six is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so just to go on the autograph thing, so I have a friend of mine who uh, he met him and it was the last autograph he needed on his Lost Boys uh, poster. And he did sign his name, but he signed it over someone else's name. And then when he realized his mistake, crossed it out and then signed it somewhere else. Wow, what a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember whose autograph he signed over, but he was so fucking furious because that's like his movie and everything. He's, mm-hmm. been, he's so proud of that poster. I mean, I could get it. Can you imagine like that's one of your prize posters yeah. and they fucking sign over someone else? And <laughs> It'd be like them signing over Romero's on my right. phone. Like, exactly. No. I, <laughs> right. no. Yeah. Speaking, I, I, speaking of, oh, go ahead, Sarcy. I was going to say, I, like, you know, I, having just gone through two posters being autographed multiple times over the last, you know, few weeks here, I was so careful at like pointing out where I wanted the autograph to go just so that they don't sign over something or, you know, don't have enough space or whatever. Yeah, it's uh, kind of tricky. Do you guys have any worst autographs in your collection along those lines great question yeah some celebrities don't have the best signatures i I have one way you guys are thinking um yeah giuseppe andrews from um cabin fever the cop yeah he's man he's missing you know like he no one knows where the fuck he is really yeah he's like gone i think he's gone into complete like isolation he's been heard from in like he's an odd fellow he was doing like um low budget movies with like the homeless population in LA. So I think he's just a different kind of soul. But um, anyway, Kevin Fever, I met the cast and he signed his eight by 10. It was a head, like a, a bus shot, you know, he's in a suit or whatever. And he signed it, putting boobs under his chest and did a squiggly and that was it. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> well, that was bad. I got to find it. See yeah. if I still have it somewhere. Um. This isn't like his signature was fine, but like Richard, when I met Richard Dreyfus, like I asked him to like put a quote or something like that, and he like signed it, and he's like, "Oh shit, I forgot to put it something," so he just put Joe, hi, and that was it. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, thanks." That was from the movie, though. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Joe, um, <hi. laughs> yeah, there's definitely some terrible signatures out there, but the one that sticks out to me is that when I started my Walking Dead poster. I knew it would be like the poster that I would kind of get the whole cast assigned like throughout the years, you know? So I was really psyched to kind of start And the con I went to had like four people from The Walking Dead for the first one. And the first person I got was the girl who played Lori, Sarah Wayne Kelly's. Super nice person. And it's not her fault, 
but her signature takes it like one eighth of the poster. She like made it super big. I guess she just thought the poster would just be like just for her. Yeah. You know? So now I have all these like tiny signatures of like these huge cast members, and hers is a fucking giant chunk of my poster. So yeah, that's probably the one that comes to mind. Does uh, Lincoln do cons? No, I've, very rarely. Like he he does yeah. sometimes like the main one in um in Georgia there in Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, but if, I've yeah I've been saving a spot for him and telling people not to sign there for like six years <laughs> you know so hopefully you know that's like my number one guy I want his autograph uh, who's still alive so yeah yeah I bet later in life like once they like kind of that, that's what I'm hoping or whatever and kind of you know start being like oh, let me just go do this for fun type thing or something or for a little extra dough so I, I had a similar incident just uh, two weeks ago Steve with the the poster i'm starting uh james jude courtney he fucking signed like fucking like massive although he does have a beautiful signature i will say as well no who else has a beautiful signature signature is doug bradley that dude's signature is, is really really nice yeah you know who doesn't have a beautiful signature daniel harris i ever autograph and it's just a gigantic squiggle just like crazy <laughs> the whole autograph is taken it's like it's ridiculous how how much she covered of the auto, of the uh, print that I have her signature on. So Bruce Campbell's pretty yeah. bad too. Yeah, he has a squiggle, like a squiggle and ash. Yeah. That's, that's it. Right. Yep. Christina Ricci's isn't great either. She just signs it like CR. Like lame. So, yeah, a few so people do morning. that. Uh, Finn yeah. Wolfhard, who uh, I saw, I, I I didn't meet him, but uh, at Fan Expo, just signs like a basically a little W squiggle, you know. So some yeah. of them really have shitty autographs. How does some of these kids fucking know how to sign? Especially like um, well, he's like Young Princess something. Leia. I know, no, I'm saying yeah. like Young Princess Leia is like seven. Yeah, she has a great <laughs> autograph. I have She's it. Autograph. <laughs> <laughs> not not like Young. I've um Young Ray, but uh, the okay. girl played for in The Walking Dead. There, the the kid. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. But she has, yeah, she actually has a really great autograph, and probably because she takes her time. But a lot of people it's just right. don't care, right? So. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. But like at a con, that sucks. I get it if you're in the street and there's a ton of people waving papers in front of you. But when you're at your table and you're, you know, someone gives you a hundred dollars and you just fucking sign a W, that 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 sucks. Yeah. Um. All right. So, oh, and to answer the question, uh, I actually agree with Joe. I think uh, Heather Langenkamp's character Nancy is probably my favorite final girl of the '80s because a lot of them are actually in the '70s and '90s that are my favorite so um next question is from marla creature feature something that hasn't been asked in a while what's the food pairing coffee pepto-bismol beer chinese four pizza smoothie that's gross bro (laughs) i forgot about that scene until just now (laughs) um food pairing with this i think you go with a chinese takeout and you leave it in the little bins and you just snack from each one. I think that would pair perfectly with Arnold's like kind of life at that moment. Um, I would go like uh, whatever the hottest like hot sauce you can find is like um, Satan's blood. There's like a, a wing sauce called Satan's blood. So I'll go with chicken wings with some Satan's blood poured on top of it. Yeah. yeah. Go through like the hot ones, uh, <laughs> you know, rack yeah. while, while you're exactly. watching this. Uh, but I, I like Todd's answer too. That that like totally fits. And I love doing that. I love ordering like just a ton of different Chinese foods and they also make great leftovers. So, so yeah, good answer there. Next question uh, from Michelle. So Mishu, let's get your Arnold movie rankings. There are a lot. So maybe a top five. 
there are, but they're not a lot of top, top Arnold. You know, he definitely drops just like all the rest of them do too. When I was looking mm -hmm. at the list, anyone got yeah, their 70? Yeah, yeah, I do. I'll, I will say, yeah, like he hasn't really done anything great recently, like going through his IMDb for this list. Um, but yeah, I'll go, I'll throw my top uh, five out here right now. Uh, all right, number five, I will go Kindergarten Cop. At number four, I'm going to go True Lies. Number three, I'm going to go Predator. Number two, The Terminator. And number one, T2, Judgment Day. At number five, I have Kindergarten Cop. Number four, I have Predator. Number three, Terminator 2. Number two, Total Recall. And number one, True Lies. Very nice. Well, Todd's looking for his list. I also, I mean, I'll throw it in an honorable mention. I really wanted to put this on my list, but Last Action Hero. It's, <laughs> it's like, funny. That's I why it's I wrote like you. Nostalgia, but, <laughs> yeah. It's really it's clever. Nostalgia like, for me. Yeah. It's a very clever movie. You know, it's like uh, mm -hmm. I, I talked about on the other podcast that I do. It's a, uh, it's it's a nice like way of kind of encapsulating his career because it's it's like mm -hmm. joking about you know action movies and i kind of wish that he does one like now kind of encapsulating what horror movies have become uh, not horror what uh, action movies have become since that movie you know because right, yeah. action heroes don't look like the way they used to they don't act like the way they used to so it'd be funny if he came back into the world and saw that action has like completely changed since his day and kind of make fun of it as one of his final films you know it's like mm -hmm. wow action has gone a long way since you know the muscle bound yeah now they're all skinny dudes of the 80s yeah exactly it's all skinny dudes and long hair and like big beards <laughs> all right number five the running man four total recall three true lies two predator and number one terminator two nice no jingle all the way huh guys come on it's it's not oh, that God. good of a film <laughs> You're my favorite customer yeah. <laughs> i'll be there I promise. So, so, <laughs> so many felonies committed to that movie. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, next question comes to us from Cody. Odd job versus 007. So if you guys could cast the Expendables of Horror, who are you casting? Are they playing their famous horror characters or just cameos? And let's not talk about Death House. Yeah. Let's not. <laughs> You've um, seen it too, I Steve, mean, or is yeah. it just Joe's seen Death House? Oh, I've definitely seen it. Yeah. And I wish I hadn't, too. It's fucking <laughs> terrible, man. Terrible. <laughs> I, I went to the premiere. At, uh, right. You were interviewed on. from it. Yeah, I was interviewed. <laughs> Everyone else was, like, raved about it, and I was the only one. Was like, I'm You're like, well. <laughs> and, and I feel bad because uh, uh, the, the dude who directed it is a partner in the dark. <laughs> yeah, he is us. part of our network. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but he, he did do the special, so he redeemed he himself at, nice. after he Death did. House. Absolutely. He got a new movie that just came out too. Uh, some like Halloween movie. I forget the name of it. It cool. just came out recently. Um, all right. Uh, so now I forget the question. <laughs> oh, Expendables think... of Horror. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just gotta go with the 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 slasher classics, right? Like England, Bradley, like Nick Castle, you know, Kane Hodder. Like, just throw them all in there. I mean, makes sense, right? Do, and yeah, I would do have. Yeah, and like if you're gonna do it as expendables, it would have to be like, I guess, like them, like as themselves, right? I I forget, I gotta forget actually how the expendables went. They were different. They weren't themselves. Right? No, they they weren't themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, all they right, made, well, yeah, they made I fun mean, of them of the characters right, in like okay. funny ways, but they weren't actually those characters. Okay, so all right, yeah, I guess they'd play their characters then. I mean, that'd be awesome. 
they can all team up and fucking i don't know go on a killing spree or maybe they're maybe they would team up for like the good of the world type thing where like they have to like team together with like uh i don't know like the avengers <laughs> to save the world all right here's my pitch horicon psycho fans slasher and they play themselves. You got Heather Lingham. You got, you got everybody, dude, just out there. And the actors start getting killed off by the psycho fan, and then they band together at some point. Yeah, I, I was a, I was thinking along the same lines where they're at a con, but they're all in, like, their character costumes doing photo ops. And so they're not actually their, the characters, but they're playing the characters. So, you know, you have Tony Todd dressed as Candyman. You have King Hodder as Jason and, you know, Rob Ring as Freddy. And because the fans are getting crazy or there's something going on, they band together and just start... <laughs> You know, using their action skills and their acting skills to kill some people and get revenge. Love it. I don't know why this just God. popped in my mind. Go ahead. No, I was gonna Go say that that con that con thing reminded me of that script we like started on about <laughs> yeah. with uh there was like a guy yeah. obsessed with me at the heart convention. Yeah, was watching my, my YouTube videos jerking off and stuff yeah. like that. That, that was actually he a pretty cool concept. Con. <laughs> it <Yeah>. was <laughs> <laughs> I I gotta dig that up. It's somewhere. <laughs> Um, but no, I was researching stuff today and popped in my mind because you're talking about like actors being in costume and stuff, and you know, their costumes are usually pretty shitty for photo ops, like Chop Top and all that. But, um, I guess they shot a direct sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 starring Bill Mosley, and it was directed by Toby Hooper's brother or maybe son, something in the Hooper family. And uh, it was called American Massacre, and it's unreleased but shot. And like, there's interviews for it, there's a trailer for it american massacre on youtube you can look it up but i'm like man i'm like i really want to see it it's a sequel to that but i think legal trouble obviously because they didn't get like permission from whoever owns tcm but i don't know that popped in my mind it's really cool stuff online for it yeah very cool <laughs> have you ever been so i i've never actually met any of these actors in a photo op like in their costume uh i've always only seen the actors kind of being themselves uh, i know joe has because i've seen a ton of pictures of him and in fact a classic one from uh the last con he went to with um dave sheridan was fucking amazing picture i hope he blows that up and puts it like over his bed <laughs> uh, i'm sure sam would love that uh what about you todd have you seen any of the actors like actually dressed up as their famous character yeah did steve dash from friday 2 and uh what's his name from part six Jason, they were both in photo op together. It was really cool, but it's like you tell you can tell they don't know where they're at because it's like their master covering and everything, so they're just like standing one spot posing. But it was pretty fun. Yeah, cool. I mean, I even met Cassandra Peterson. You know, not even Elvira. So I'm hoping one day to meet at least one character who is, uh, you know, like although the Sons of Anarchy people I met at Fan Expo dress basically exactly like they did in the show. You know, they're just the same people essentially, just without their their best. It was, uh, it was pretty crazy. Um, all right. Next question is from Kayla. She says, in a previous episode, I believe Joe brought up horror Mount Rushmore with Freddie, Chucky, Jason, etc. So who's your Mount Rushmore Rushmore, but you can't use top guys like Freddie, Jason, Leatherface. So you have to use kind of lesser known horror actors or characters. Let's go Captain Spaulding. It's a good one. Let's go Chop Top. Or you can swap them out with Otis Driftwood if you're more of a Corpses fan. Um, what else? What else? What else? Bub from Day of the Dead. And a Queen Alien from Aliens. Nice. 
So the queen from yeah, from aliens. Yep. Awesome. Um, I'll go with the killer clown. Pick, take your pick, Shorty or Jumbo or whoever. I will go Pumpkinhead, and then does I mean this Candyman's too big, right? He's kind of more. Of the He's like ones. borderline, right? Yeah. Like not not yeah. a lot of people okay. outside of horror consider him. So I think he'd be eligible. Okay, pretty mainstream. All right, then let's go. I'm just looking around my room right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'll go a puppet master. Pick a puppet master. Let's go. Uh, you got to go. Uh, Blade, Blades. Thing, you gotta so. go Blades. Yeah. He's he's the most iconic of the batch. So, it's and then pick. finally, yeah, and then finally, let's go. Let's go something more current, and throw Annabelle on there. Oh, nice. Okay. I'm gonna go Leprechaun. I don't think Ooh, he gets yeah. a great ton, choice. Ton of love. Yeah. I'm gonna go the Nun because I'm a huge fan of hers. Reagan is probably too big. Yeah, I think. too main. She, I'd say, yeah, yeah. Too, too mainstream. Uh, who else would I go? I guess maybe you know try to look into the future and Art to Clown, give him a spot on there. Hopefully that he'll uh. become bigger. <laughs> and that fourth spot, ooh, that's a tough one. I'm trying to think of someone really outside the box, but uh, not sure. Like uh, it's a, a ghoul, a ghoulie or a critter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, what uh, about Sam? Too mainstream. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll I'll do Toxic Avenger. He's oh, using, yeah. yeah, he's making a comeback uh, this year, so hopefully it's a big comeback, and I'm looking forward to it personally. Or yeah. is it still this year? I haven't heard a fucking word about it since. I, I don't think so. this year. I haven't. Uh, I should ask. I, I should ask. Uh, it's Lodkoff is not involved anymore, though, right? <laughs> I think. Yeah, they sold the rights, but I'm sure he has something to do with it. it isn't Elijah Wood like somehow involved? Yeah, Peter Dinklage. Like it's a, like. A oh, I should. I should and, ask uh, Elijah Wood. Jake, That's what I wish. Yeah, Jacob Tremblay, I believe, is in it too. Hmm. Okay, well, Quite that fast. would be that would be my obscure uh, lineup there. And that is all the questions we got this week. So thank you very much, everyone, for the questions. And now a word from our friend Omri. It's me, Omri Katz, aka Max from Hocus Pocus. Just here to let you know, I'm going to be in Salem, Massachusetts, on October 22nd at the Silver Moon Comic Store starting at 1 p.m. I'm gonna be signing some autographs and meeting fans and whatnot. And then after that, there's gonna be a special screening and a Q&A hosted by the Horror Squad podcast at Cinema Salem. So I really look forward to seeing you guys there and don't miss it. All right, so thank you, Omri, for that awesome message. I cannot wait for that event. Joe, are there any new details of that event uh probably sold out by the time this episode comes out i would imagine but uh, maybe, i don't maybe not yeah I, i've been getting this question a lot uh the silver moon comics portion so his signing from one to five is does not need a ticket it's just a show up get in line and get his autograph the uh, prices are posted on our social media and you also have i'm sure a paper outside of silver moon uh, showing what his prices are i believe it's like it depends what it is. Like it depends if it's an eight by ten, eleven by seventeen, personalization, photo op, all that stuff. So just uh, you know, check our social media and you'll see the whole price list there. But it is absolutely no ticket uh, required for that. And also, um, the crypt is doing a really cool food thing with Hocus Pocus, and that is also not exclusive to the um, screening. 
So you can, even if you don't have tickets to the screening, you'd still pick up that awesome food from the crypt. Just pre-order by, I believe it's October like 13th or 15th. Uh, check out their website for their details and uh, you'll be able to partake in the awesome food that the crypt are making for the event. Yes. And one last thing. Um, if you can't make the signing at Silver Moon from one to five, Omri is going to be signing after the screening, but only for ticket holders uh, to the screening. So if you can't make it and you're going to be at the screening or, you know, if you definitely want to get Omri's autograph, get a ticket to the screening and you can get him after. He is, of course, going to be uh, charging. for I would say budget for $60. That's kind of like a autograph slash photo op combo. So if you budget for that, you should be fine. Um, he will have stuff on his table. I have also gotten that question. He's bringing like a ton of different prints and posters and stuff like that. But obviously you can bring Feel free to bring your own stuff and have them sign that as well. Very cool. Trivia. 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 All right. We are, ooh, Steven in the lead with eight points. Myself behind him with seven. Joe behind me with six. But it is any man's game. Who would like, you know, I'm going to lead off. I'm going to get us started here. We're going to start off with a four clue. My first clue is dancing at the club. Hmm. Sunscreen. Oh, uh, what's that? Oh, from uh, Dustin Dawn? Incorrect. Uh, Lost Boys? Incorrect. Now it's reset, so you both can guess again. Mm -hmm. All right, here comes the easy ones. Daywalker. Blade? Blade, Blade? it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they got the club, blood club thing. Yeah. Got their sunscreen shit. And then Wesley Snipes is fine for a clue there. Yeah, and uh, that... that blood club thing right at the beginning with uh mm. confusion the song that plays over it is such a great it's good fucking scene. it's really good yeah, he comes so in there awesome. just fucking shit up absolutely yeah. one of the classic uh movies right there all right yeah. so i'll go next in jaws what is the name of the ship that sunk during world war ii and of which quint is Indianapolis. a survivor that's right yeah yeah boy i can't remember the name six on the right went down with the ship <laughs> Uh, all my questions tonight come from Kayla. Kayla. I don't have time to pick, to get my own. So thank you, Kayla, for providing trivia this week for me. <laughs> uh, all right. So what horror movie is based on Clive Barker's short story, The Forbidden? Hellraiser? Mm, forbidden. Is it uh, Nightbreed? It is not. It's not the Midnight Meat Train, because that's Midnight Meat Train. I'll give you guys one guess. One more guess each, if you'd like. What was it? Forbidden? Yes. Clive Barker. The movie? I'm not good with my Clive Barker. I have no clue. I am not a good Clive Barker guy either. All right. Probably one of his biggest ones. Candyman. Oh, really? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Well, what was the book called for uh, Hellraiser? This. Um, Razor Hell, God, uh, the Hellbound Heart, I believe. <laughs> okay, that yeah. Sound right? yeah, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> All right, I'm sure someone's yelling at the you idiots <laughs> yeah. radio right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Four clues again. All right. Live scarecrows. Halloween um, night. Scary stories tell in the dark. Incorrect. The office. Run, mm -hmm. rabbit, run. Oh, House uh, of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, correct. I knew, but I, I couldn't answer again. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> damn it. The Office was Rain Wilson. So yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So my question comes from Kayla. Kayla. Wes Craven 
regrets the ending to which of his movie? Um, Could be any of them. I'm going to say Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. That's correct. That's correct, because uh, that th- scene with the door, probably. Right. Wes yeah. originally uh, wanted the ending to be more ambiguous, but uh, all else, he didn't want to show Freddy as being triumphant. He felt so strongly that he did not return to direct a sequel. I mean, he did. No, no he's the third. He didn't come back for two. <laughs> yeah, he didn't come back. <laughs> but then when money talks, then he came back. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this could be a franchise? Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> then he didn't come back again until New Nightmare. <laughs> all right. Oh, boy. I like Terrible. actually I gotta I gotta I want we should revisit that that might be like a birthday pick or something. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. Next one for me. Uh, in They Live, the aliens broadcast a subliminal signal into people's brains in order to camouflage themselves. From which cable TV station did they do this on? Christ. Cable TV station. CNN. No. NBC? Is it a real one? No. It, uh, I'll give you a hint. It's a number. That's oh, a number. <laughs> yes. uh, I'm going to go one, one through channel 100? 6. 1 through 100, sure. <laughs> channel 6. All right. Um, here, I'll give you even shorter. It's between one. It's between 30 and 60. It's 45. Okay. Okay. It's a fictitious network. Apparently, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, <laughs> channel I fif- this one in, so. Channel 55. Oh, you're so close, Todd. It is 54. 54. Oh. All right. <laughs> Got to brush up on my They Live TV knowledge. <laughs> right. Apparently. Yeah, that's a tough, that's a tough one. That's a, that's a deep cut. <laughs> yep. Last question provided by Kayla. Stephen King has said that this book is the only one of his that has truly scared him. Cujo. Incorrect. Met Cemetery. Correct. Yeah. I feel like we got that question like recently. Maybe. Just fired back and got back <clears throat> in it. Oof. All right. Okay. So still from Kayla. Match the opening line to the movie. To okay. the movie. Okay. Now, children, are you sitting comfortably? Then I'll begin. This story started many thousands of years ago, and it was all over in just seven days. I mean, I, I, I want to say The Ring, but I don't think it is. No, not, not The Ring. I don't think she talks to children in The Ring. Seven no, Days. Must be like a God reference, right, I think. Grassman Straws here. Now children, blah, blah, blah. Stigmata? No. Uh, I'll give you guys a hint. And one last guess with that hint. It's a ghost movie. Ghost Hocus Pocus? Wait, that's not. It's a witch movie, dumb fuck. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll let you uh, erase that one. I'll give you another shot. Right. <laughs> Ghost movie. It's almost like that Conan thing, I guess. <laughs> almost. Uh, Ghost movie, seven days. I got nothing. It's a mainstream? Are we as popular? Is this obscure? I mean, it, it was a theater release. Theater release? God, dude. No clue. Just throw one out there. <laughs> Just out there. Uh, the others. Boom. There you go. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. <laughs> All right. Yay. It doesn't hurt to throw I it out there. I, have no, I, I don't remember that at all, though, man. I, I mean, I, I remember her talking to her kids a lot, but I don't remember that hmm. story whatsoever. I still want to rewatch that. I literally yeah. haven't seen that since it was on tape. That's why I like to review one day as well. Yeah. All okay. right, Joe. Last one. Okay. All right. Three movie reviews. 
Okay. I love for these. This movie awesome. based on Letterboxd. <laughs> All right. All right. Number one. Now I totally understand why the PG-13 rating was invented after this movie came out. Gremlins. Correct. Fucking Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I just happened to know that piece of trivia. <laughs> All right. Is that it? That's it. Yes. All right. It's a tight race. Steve leaves it with 10. Joe and I both uh, tied up at nine apiece. Oof. Ah. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. End what are we talking about tonight? End of day, Steve. This is your special pick. It is your birthday boy. Yes, forty forty years old now. Forty. Uh, wow. Nine. I'm uh, five years behind you. I'm so old. <laughs> uh, let me just pull it up here. End of days, 1999, directed by Peter Hyams. So uh, at the end of the century, Satan visits New York in search of a bride. It's up to an ex-cop who runs an elite security outfit to stop him. So this one stars Arnold Schwarzenegger, Gabriel Byrne, and uh, Robin Tunney. So basically, it's approaching the millennium. The infamous Y2K is upon us. People are thinking that the world is going to end, but little do they know, the Vatican found out that the world is going to end. And they found that out about 20 years earlier, when the eye of God is seen in the sky, which is basically just a moon with like a little white line above it so they know that the chosen one is going to be born on that day but they don't know where or who the chosen one is going to be but the devil people know exactly who it's going to be somehow not explained as to why they know but uh, they steal the baby and uh, then they raise that baby you know to be their own right up to 1999 and that's where the story uh, takes off we have Arnold Schwarzenegger he's very depressed his um, wife and daughter have been murdered, and he's looking to kill himself just out of the depression. But he hangs in there thanks to the help of his friend and uh, co-worker. And he's a personal security guard, and he stops uh, a guy from being murdered in the morning. And that, that same guy that night gets possessed by Satan, and uh, he starts to look for his bride so he can have sex with her and bring forth the son of the devil and then start to open the gates to hell. And then you have Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's basically trying to stop it from happening, just happens to coincide that he gets involved in this story. So he's the one that kind of takes the task up and uh, tries to save the girl. So uh, I hadn't watched this in, it's been at least five to seven years since I've seen this last. So I'm curious, you guys, I know Joe actually said he hadn't watched it since the theaters. So, Joe, what did you think of this movie? Yeah, I was really excited for the revisit on this one. And um, I so I remembered liking it at the time, you know, 20 year, about 20 years ago when I watched it. And I think it still holds up quite well, actually. Uh, it was a nice little surprise for me. Uh, it, You know, I... Uh, it's definitely like a more reserved Arnold in this one for the most part. I mean, there's definitely some times where, you know, peak Arnold comes out, but I, uh, you know, I actually think he, he shows off some of his acting chops in this one. And I think he does a pretty damn good job. Gabe, but my God, does Gabriel Byrne just absolutely steal the show in this movie? He is fucking phenomenal as the Satan, the Satan character. 
um just like the way he walks just his look i just love that they put him in like the, the all black just like the trench coat and stuff he just looks he just looks badass and, and he just plays it so well you know robin tony's there she's fine you know as the the girl you know but it's it's definitely arnold versus gabriel byrne show for sure in this movie um you know i got seven vibes from the look of this movie it's like very dark very gritty and I really liked that uh, style. You know, I think New York City is a really good backdrop for it. And yeah, overall, like uh, a really solid fun ride. You definitely have to turn your brain off for sure. There's definitely some like very convenient plot points um, throughout the movie and whatnot. And there's definitely some like goofiness and shit like that. But I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been since uh, VHS for me, rental. Man. This movie is pretty freaking good, and it doesn't hold back on some of the taboo stuff that comes up. We'll talk about a little bit later. There's some actually legit scary stuff. Albino guy looking at you. Great one-liners. I wrote down like three of them. Like one of them in the beginning is like, Sky 2, get the fuck down here now. I just thought it was so fucking funny. And uh, you're a fucking quiet boy compared to me. That shit was good. And of course, stop being such a pussy when he, his, he shoots his friend. There's also, though, some like overwhelming goofy stuff at points in this that kind of takes it down a couple notches, plus some questionable things later. But overall, I think it's a really fun, fun movie with a surprising large heart, too. So um, great pick. Yeah. So I said early in the show when you weren't there, Todd, but uh, the reason I picked it was because Arnold Schwarzenegger is my favorite actor, not necessarily because this movie is so good. You know, that's kind of... Uh, my thinking behind it and uh, I was surprised at how like well this movie held up there are a lot of great things about it I mean first it marries a lot of my favorite things you got Arnold Schwarzenegger you got action you got an investigation film you have religious which I always love everything having to do with religion so that was awesome I love when they religiously explain what's going on in a movie when they tap into like religious history to explain why things happen like that so you have the beast's number is not actually 666 it's actually 999 but because you dream like backwards and stuff like that just you know it's obviously very convenient to the plot but it's still fun to me to watch i love you know arnold schwarzenegger's film it's not his usual just crazy you know super action hero character that we're, we've seen so much at this point uh, he does tone it down a little bit like joe said and i i actually like that it, it's it fits for this movie you know i don't think an over-the-top action hero would have been good for this particular film and you're right uh, th there are some scenes in this that a are very emotional and very like grounded and some uh, dialogue one line of dialogue in particular when the priest asks him why uh, he doesn't believe in god anymore and he says it's because we had a difference of opinion i thought my wife and daughter should live he thought otherwise. I thought that's such a great, powerful line. Like that's, to me, a completely valid reason you have to stop believing in something like that. And there's just a lot of really crazy scenes too. One scene in particular, I guess I completely wiped out of my memory that shocked the fuck out of me when I saw it is the uh, mother-daughter, you know, demon scene, which they did not skimp out on showing at all. And I'm like, holy fuck, this is crazy for... A film like this you know you wouldn't expect that in an Arnold Schwarzenegger film so just stuff like that and a lot of nice little quips too and a few good scares and good practical effects but on the flip side some pretty bad CGI uh, when they use that which will come to why I think the movie does fail a little bit but overall I, I enjoyed it I had a fun time watching it so let's talk about that sex scene 
And uh, one, it's shocking, but it's even worse too, because I think they played the, the daughter as like an underage girl, which if that's the case, that was super fucking weird. So, I mean, did you guys get that? I wish, I don't know. What, what age were they going for that? Because when she talked in the, um, at dinner, she had like the little kind of girl, little girl voice. And he's like, is it your family? Well, I mean, he doesn't speak like Arnold, but the devil's like, is it your family? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like <laughs> and then The next scene, like he's banging him, which I have another note. The devil doesn't even fucking thrust. He's staying there. Fucking lame ass. But still, like, was that their intention? Was like, I, I, he was just laying there. She's uh, whatever. Central. Central. Okay. <laughs> Little mini thrust. Um, I, I didn't, I, I kind of like thought she was like old enough, like, you know, at least 18 or over type deal. Um, But if she wasn't, I mean, that makes the scene even more. Yeah. I, I like, just, shocking. I got the underage vibes. I was like, oh, this yeah, yucky. I mean, it was like a really fucking cool scene, though. Like, it first of all, it was like disturbing and like shocking because it was like incest going on. But then, like the and then when their bodies like morph together, but it was like perfect too because it's like fucking Satan and it's like all of like the worst things that you can like come up with and stuff like that. So like it worked, like and it was shocking, and I, I thought it was like very, maybe not brave is the right word, but like very um, risky. But I thought it it was pulled off quite well. It was dad fucking Udo Kier Kai or whatever just jerking off in the corner. Like in the next scene, he was cool. Like thanks, Satan. Well, it was a dream. Like, what? what? I thought it was real. No, I, was a, I took it as the dream sequence because yeah. Robin the face goes to Robin Tooney's character uh, and she wakes up and she said she was having a dream. So I thought she was just like linked to him while he's banging these people. I mean, hey, it, it could have been real. It could have been based because she kept having like reality. visions and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Is there ever a movie Udukir is not a fucking villain, by the way? Like, he's he's always, like, a bad guy. Is he bad in the, the Witch's movie from Dario? Um, oh, the Spirit remake? Yeah, no, the no, he's in the original, one, I thought. Is he in the original? I think so. Um, yeah, I don't think he's bad in that. Time since I've seen the original. Man, we should, we should actually review the original. We should do a double feature, man. Cause That's a lot of movie to watch, though. <laughs> double feature. It is. It is, but... Yeah, he, he wasn't bad in Blade. Compared Okay, so yeah. He's he's the head head vampire, and then he just gets like murdered by uh, Deacon Frost there. And he, he was uh he was bad in Ace Ventura. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, have either of you met him? He did a con, and I like really? by his table, but I didn't. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, j- just to get back to where you're saying, though, I mean, I I didn't see it as her being underage, but I can definitely see how you would think so. But it wouldn't be the first time in the movie that they kind of you know. Yes. cross that line because uh robin tunney's character says you know he's been basically like she says something along the lines of he's been fucking me since i'm a kid you know uh, now, obviously it's in his dream in her dreams that she's talking about but she's been saying that every night she dreams about him you know having sex with her and it's been happening her whole life huh. so it's like right. yeah uh yeah i wrote the quote in my dreams i've been making love to him my whole life Uh-oh. so it's like she knew this was coming that he Sick. would eventually like yeah so you know they're kind of crossing that line already then but to t- get away from that there's also that scene where he just grabs that girl's tit yeah he pops <laughs> at, the, titty out at, the, at the, the restaurant, restaurant and like fondles her and that was a great the, scene. as her yeah. husband is like sitting there taking it you know? <laughs> yeah and he blows the place up yeah yeah it was yeah. a great intro too it was character. yeah I thought it was really cool what about the albino guy man he fucking imprinted on me he's freaking freaky dude I mean, his death is a little wonky, but still, like, he's staring at her and shit. Like, ugh. I was, I yeah, would... I thought it was really cool. Cool imagery. I dug it. 
Yeah, I always confuse. I always think he was from Stigmata and not from End of Days. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a character I thought that was similar in Stigmata, and the movies are very similar. They came in around the same year, and they both have Gabriel Byrne in it, so it's you know they kind of blend together a little bit. And there's even Stigmatas in this movie that you see, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and so. I always figured he was in there, but yeah, he's he's got a creepy look. I mean, it's too bad his death was so a way too soon, I think. Yeah. Uh, but also be so bad with the CGI, yeah. <laughs> like the way he, he should have been a little helper apart. guy for the devil. Yeah, exactly. You know, a little it's crony like, crawling yeah. around, fucking yeah. golem style. Uh, yeah. But but going back to Udo Kier's character, holy shit, his death and a lot of the deaths in this movie are fucking yeah. brutal. When he just and it's out of nowhere, right? He just like punches him and his fist goes right through his face <laughs> and it came out of complete nowhere and like holy shit that's awesome well he punched that fucking train guy train conductor to his stomach too yeah that was later yeah yeah it's uh, a lot of punching in this movie yeah well, i mean he doesn't use a weapon he just needs to, he, can, he can just punch him out he can get shot though let's just leave that there though he can get slowed down by bullets mm-hmm. what about the priests um were they wrong in trying to kill her and just that's an easy way out right Killer and Stormy, you can't do anything. Yeah, I mean, they're, I don't to think to prevent the end wrong. of time. Like, yeah, man, they prevent right. Yeah, you're technically you're preventing the end of the world. I think one killing one person is like pretty practical, you know. So I, I wasn't blaming it, but I I did like the compare, like the uh, you know, the sort of compare contrast between the two different priests. Uh, you know, the one who's like, you know, you don't fix evil you don't solve evil with evil and then the other ones you know i thought i liked all of that uh stuff going on and i really like that actor there you got hector salamanca the in there too <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Uh, the yeah. older priest though I, I can't remember i i can't place what else he was in he was a judge in some movie i watched um oh i think it was the hurricane or something like that which completely <laughs> random but yeah but i liked i liked all that i liked all that stuff you know, I, I really don't think this movie, even at two hours, I never really felt like this movie dragged either, which I think is a compliment to this movie and its runtime. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love the religious stuff. I'll, I did think uh, the Pope, he was really like phoning this one in, right? Like, wouldn't his job be to put all of his resources to not have the end of the world? Uh, Just like, eh. He spends 20 years in his chair absolutely doing nothing about He's it. He's like, trust like, in one the process. Guy. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. So I thought that was uh, interesting. Like, why show him at all? Uh, I loved the, like, under the church, you know, kind of facility that they had going, uh, you know, with all the Sigmata people and the people who had visions. And they, they were on the ball, that that group. They were. But the, the, the church group was not doing very, very well throughout the film. You know what they needed is the fucking badass exorcist from the Exorcist TV show, dude. Oh yeah, come in here and beat Satan's ass. Oh let's, god, I, let's I, do it. I love those uh, those guys in the Exorcist yeah. TV show. They're they're awesome. And I, I have a weird religious question that I'm curious about. So one of the priests says, "I've been sober eight years." Can a priest be sober? I didn't think they could. I thought part of being a priest is they absolutely have to drink wine, right, as part yeah. of every mass. So can they be sober? Can you have non-alcoholic wine? I, I don't know. I was very curious about that. Yeah. You can drink grape juice. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they could. I guess they could drink, like, you know, I guess they don't have to drink it, right? Like, I mean... I think they do as part know. of their ritual. If it's a Catholic priest, at least. I, I don't know about other religions so much, but I was just curious right. as of that line, like... Right. I don't know. Well, maybe that's different than being a drunk. Right. Yeah, because it's really a sip, right? Because right. it's, te- it's technically, and it's technically alcohol right? in that right. moment. Yeah. yeah, he turned it from 
wine to yeah. blood. So I, I, I like I like uh, the re- religious stuff too, like in the Conjuring when you know the warrior using using prayer as like a like a weapon. You know, I really like that stuff, and I wish these guys would have backed up Arnold a little bit more. I really do like the beatdown that they give him towards mm-hmm. the end. They just beat the shit out of him in the street and uh, his betrayal from his friend who it was a really cool scene too where he's like you degreed a lot of stuff when you're fucking on fire it was cool but my favorite scene in this whole movie was when the devil comes to uh, Arnold and is trying to convince him to join his side he's like hey like and he's talking like straight up not well he's trying to manipulate him but he's still having a conversation with him and he's like hey like you know God's the one that killed your family that wasn't me like I'll give him back like just you know like I'm chill like hang out with me blah 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 and that was good because he gives like a really good presentation and their give and take is really good too. Gets a little iffy at the end when he throws him out the window, but everything else is, that's a fantastic scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. That is definitely the, the best. And it's the best acted scene between the both, like both actors too there. And it's like long, it's pretty lengthy too and pretty talky. And it like, it's always so really, really interesting. And like when he, you know, Man, like he, it really tugs on the heartstrings too. Um, with you know Arnold seeing his wife and daughter alive, and then he's not liking the way it's going, so he's like, "Oh, it looks like you need a reminder of you know the harsh reality." And then he has to watch his wife and daughter die again. It's just brutal. Or watch it, period, because he didn't see it the first time. Right. right? So yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but one little detail that bothered me in that scene: so he rushes one of the assailants, you know, that are going after his wife and his kid. And obviously the assailant's not there, so he goes kind of right through him. But why can he grab the Christmas tree that was also an illusion? That's true. (laughs) (laughs) The devil can be mysterious. Apparently. I I love that that explanation that the devil gives, too, is that, you know, it's so convenient to be God. Every time something is good, it's God. Every time that it's something bad, oh, God works in mysterious ways. It's like he never takes the blame for anything. So I really liked this speech. You're right. That scene was really brilliant. Uh, well-paced, well-written, well-acted. Uh, really, really great scene. Something you wouldn't expect in a movie like this. And you usually a scene like that would slow down the film because there's a lot of action scenes before and after that. But it doesn't. It just gives like more perspective to what exactly we're dealing with with you know the Jericho character. And I thought it was actually at the perfect spot for it. Agreed. That's great. What what uh actor did he fart on? Allegedly, was it the old lady that kicks the shit out of him? <laughs> yeah, it's it's like the the nurse who becomes uh, the stepmom. There. Uh, she she, she, be, said she beats his her... ass in a scene, right? Yeah, well, she, okay, yeah, she, that, she, she, okay, as as much as she could, she yeah. throws stuff at him and stuff. Yeah, wait, and yeah, here's my problem with that. Like, how is she so strong? Isn't she just a normal like woman? Like, she's got the devil juice, like, bro. Yeah, the, the, the devil probably okay. like gave her some kind of power, right? So, <laughs> all right, <laughs> it was a funny scene, but that's who he farted on. That's hilarious. I yeah. would have been like telling everybody for thirty years that I fucking got farted on. Seriously, she only like re- revealed this like recently. Yeah, uh, I don't know what her beef with Arnold is all of a sudden, but literal beef. She must smell the literal beef, I guess. I I'm a fucker, dude. Protein farts are in the mess of. I also like how this movie is like a time capsule to like 1999 and like the turn of the millennium. Oh, the Y2K. I... Oh my god. How, how crazy were your guys' families during that? Not like really crazy. Like, I mean, obviously, like I was pretty young. I mean, I was like 12, 13 at the time. Mm-hmm. So like I I remember like it being like on the news all the time. A big and, like, fucking deal, dude. 
And the I remember like the biggest panic was like the banks. It was like everyone's gonna lose their fucking money because like you know you can't like change. It's gonna go to nineteen hundred and it's gonna like completely freeze the banks and fuck <laughs> everything up. And then like it came and it was like oh yeah we figured it all out. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, someone forgot to drop the one in the <laughs> division. And then it was Y two K and then it was twenty twelve and then we've had. Oh yeah, it's normal shit since then. It's been a while, yeah. yeah. Then, then the world really went to shit. So. <laughs> yeah, we definitely, yeah. When we least expected that, but it, it was crazy because I I remember my dad, um, he had to go to work on um the night of you know December thirty first ninety nine because he was at the company to make sure that if something happened he can somehow with the other guys who had to go to work like figure something out and how to fix it and shit. So people took it fucking seriously back then. It was a it was a big thing you know definitely a fun time uh. yeah it was it was fun those those end of the world scenarios were a lot more fun when you were a kid and now it's like oh god like <laughs> not fun anymore no because it, yeah now it's like too real <laughs> yeah when you watch something like contagion it's like oh fuck oh god <laughs> yeah but going back to this movie uh, there's a lot of action scenes in this um i think the most ridiculous one is that helicopter one at the beginning <laughs> it's so awful dude <laughs> ah, who thought of this that's when he says, Sky won't get the fuck down here now. And he has like the longest rope of all time. He's like going from a skyscraper <laughs> to the ground. It's bad. I love how he's like chasing. They, they had the helicopter like hang him as he's like chasing the guy. Yeah. It's just so <laughs> bad. That, that was more of a regular Arnold thing. I think the ones after, I really love the one on the like subway car. I thought that was a really cool uh, action sequence and a lot of blood in that one, a lot of guts. And I thought that was a good one. But no, that first one was. Whew. It was bad. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the train sequence is probably the best action sequence in this movie. I do like though the scene where uh, the I guess the bad priests come in and try to kill Robin Tooney for the first time. And I, I really, yeah, I thought that was cool. Um, yeah, I, I really like. I mean, I, I I really like religious horror, so this definitely like definitely was a nice treat for sure. Yeah, I love his line. Uh... Between your face and my Glock, I pick my Glock. <laughs> just, just a great lines with Schwarzenegger. And the scene that I think, I don't know which of you two referenced it, which I thought that was the funniest scene in the movie, is when he shoots his friend. <laughs> and he says, stop being such a pussy, it's just, just a scratch. Like, the guy got fucking shot. <laughs> and he's not even, like, bitching that much about it. And he's still calling him pussy for it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that actor is like sidekick in a lot of things. I just can't play some. <laughs> yeah. like, what else has he been in? I'm sure we looked him up. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. but he always has a he's hat a on lot, too. Man, Kevin, uh, Kevin Pollock. I'm trying to. He's definitely done some other horror stuff for sure. Now, let me see. I'm gonna IMDb his ass right now. Kevin Pollock. Um, uh, yeah, usual suspects. suspects. Yeah, usual yeah. suspects for sure. But I feel like he's that. Oh, 153 credits. But I feel like he plays. He he wears that same right, outfit, outfit and everything, like that hat. <laughs> Hats jumping out at me. I'm not gonna look through 155 fucking credits. Now. Yeah. <laughs> like, what about Robin uh, Tunney's Tunney's whatever her haircut? It kind of. I was like, oh, when I first saw her, like, that's not a good cut on her. I, I like it actually. Like I, I, thought, I thought she was pixie. cute. I thought she was cute. Yeah, I think I, I like that look uh, on her. All right, that was just me. Yeah. yeah, you get a little boob action too there. You too, get a little side boobie action. Very quick, yeah. Okay, so let's talk, unless you have other stuff, I want to talk about that final scene. The, uh, okay. So what did you guys think of kind of the big battle CGI that they thing? have in the church? Were you happy with it, or you think maybe it could have been better? I felt it was a bit underwhelming. Like, 
you know, you're expecting this like huge battle between Arnold and the devil at the end. And I mean, you do get it, I guess, like throughout the whole movie and in the subway car and stuff. But, you know, you get Arnold kind of like praying to God, you know, give me the strength and stuff. So you're expecting kind of like this final epic battle and it just doesn't come. Instead, it's basically Arnold like against a ghost. Um, like once it like goes into his body and like Arnold's like contorting his face in all these like goofy ass ways, you know, and then like the actual reveal of the actual devil. You know, he was okay looking. I think he could have been way more menacing looking and cooler. And I would have liked to have seen more with the devil kind of going through the church, kind of like trying to get Arnold and Arnold kind of like running away from him, sort of kind of trying to dodge him and stuff like that. I thought that would have been cooler. But instead, like, you know, it was like, okay, but uh, I think it could have been a lot better. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. And um yeah, I mean, he doesn't, Arnold doesn't need to kill him. He just needs to prevent him from banging her at midnight, you know? So, I don't know. Yeah, the whole movie sets up Arnold versus Gabriel Byrne. So, to me, it was a bummer that we got rid of Gabriel Byrne before this scene. Uh, I think it does the movie a bit of a disservice to uh, lose him. I think it should have been Gabriel Byrne right up to the very end. And then maybe he pops into, like, the giant devil for, like, you know, a minute or so. But... To not have Gabriel Byrne in that scene just, to me, hurts that scene. Uh, I think it would have been much better had they done that. But I did, I remember being shocked when I saw it in theaters in 99. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger does not die often in his movies. You know, very, very rarely does he die in his movie. I'm actually trying to think of one. <laughs> like, off Terminator, the top of my... Terminator 2? Yeah, but because he keeps coming back, it's tough to quantify, you know? Terminator 1? Yeah, but that's it. That, that's the thing, right? Like, it's there's no finality. Terminator it's three, Terminator. yeah, Terminator three, Terminator Genesis. He dies in every Terminator, uh, even fucking uh, Salvation. He dies in fucking like a million of them die. So it's uh, yeah, but uh, like for actual like character death or he's dead. Uh, Jingle all the way. Yeah, of course. Rest in peace. Because yeah, the cops shoot his ass for the yeah. bomb threat. Yeah. Fucking booster kills him. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I just expected more out of that scene. It was almost like a Mummy 2 situation where you want to see Brendan Fraser versus The Rock and you get a big CGI monster instead. So that's it was just disappointing to me, which is did too you, bad. Did you read the alternate ending for that? No. Oh, boy. Well, I, would you like this better then? So he, he kills himself, but then he's resurrected and he walks out of the church with Robin. Oh, no. Think? no, I think it no. diminishes. No. It, it it diminishes Please, the. No. <laughs> the yeah. I think they shot it too. If I if I was reading yeah, it correctly, I think I remember seeing it now that, that you mention it. Oh boy. Yeah. No, it diminishes like the power of that scene. Yeah, I, so that, I totally agree. Yeah, you see this in a few films where people die to kind of join, you know, kind of like Gladiator and just to go back with their dead loved ones and stuff like that. So, yeah, and I'm yeah, happy. Yeah, it'd be like Gladiator waking back up after he beats. Right. Exactly. Fucking walking Phoenix. I'm all right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Steve, actually, I just went on IMDb. This is the first non-Terminator film in which Arnold dies. Yeah, exactly. And uh, there you go. You know, it's, uh, it was shocking at the time. So very powerful stuff from, from him with that scene. Um, so did you guys know that Tom Cruise is slated to be Arnold's really? character in this? No yeah. way. <laughs> that could have been good. I mean, Tom Cruise is a good actor. Tom Cruise is so. great. Yeah, but... So. I see it. I mean, once you see something with Arnold, it's hard to not see it with Arnold. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
I could see Cruz playing the devil. <laughs> yeah. He would, he would have been a good devil. But I will say uh, completely off topic in a way, but I man, watching this movie, I was like, man, Gabriel Byrne would have been an amazing Father Karras if they ever like yeah. remade The Exorcist. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. He was, um, who else was the devil around this time frame? Al Pacino, right? Devil's Advocate? Yeah, Devil's Advocate. Who was the devil in Stigmata? Because I don't know if I've ever seen that one, to be honest. Uh, well, we, we, we reviewed it on the show, it, but... Did we? Yeah, we reviewed no, it. Did, uh, did we? Stigmata? Yeah, totally. We reviewed it on the show. We did? Yeah, we did. Well, no <laughs> Me and Joe were both absent. No it was a solo show then. Apparently, apparently, I did the show on my own. No chance. I, uh, what episode number? I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll no find it while you guys did we are. review that. No I don't way. remember us ever reviewing Stigmata. I, it might have been like a vote that didn't win, but I'm telling Stigmata you, my ass. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll look it up while you guys uh, talk, but. If we did, I'm I'm going back and listening to it because I, I don't have one. I don't have any recollection of reviewing. It. <laughs> oh, we did. It's what? oh yes, we did. We did because it's got Patricia Arquette. That's right. And remember, they're like little punk people. Yeah. Oh, man, what episode number was that? It's, it's a while ago. Holy shit, that's mind blowing. What I did I? I didn't even rate it on. I don't remember what I. Yeah, I don't. Do you give it a four? Joe, you're not on there. Yeah, I don't think I ever reviewed. That was way before Letterbox for sure. Yeah. Wow, Dang, we did. I think it might have been my birthday pick that year. <laughs> yeah, great. Great movie. Great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember because of Patricia Arquette. And I think they have like a threesome in the movie, don't they? No, do they? No, that, that's this no. movie. <laughs> she she oh. like makes out with the priest. He, he's like testing his fought, like priesthood. Yes. Uh, yeah. And like she yeah, like they right. like have I, I they I don't know if they have sex, but they definitely like make out. Man, I don't, I don't recall us reviewing that. That's wild. <laughs> That's right. Patrick Patrick Muldoon is her like friend's boyfriend. Yeah, from Starship I remember Troopers. it being like I remember liking it, but I don't remember like on the rewatch of that episode. Well, there you go. Or now you guys can go back and watch, listen to that one too. I All guess. right. <laughs> yeah, because we need to listen to it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, what what year did that come out? Because that was like Gabriel Byrne and like same year, pretty similar, same movie, fucking same year. year. So that, that's the know. thing, right? Is like yeah no exactly it's uh yeah and one last thing i want to mention about this movie i love the horror imagery in this movie i loved when the priest is like pinned to the ceiling i thought that was a really cool scene and was cool and also when arnold schwarzenegger is you know crucified there that's a fucking cool scene uh you have the guy without eyes and there's a lot of cool imagery in this and i thought it was it did action well it did horror well so it was good Agreed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro was offered to direct. That oh, really? Cool. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. There's You're still really looking at Stigmata actually. or you're looking at um, End of Days? No, this is for End of Days. Like, there's, there's some really interesting uh, there's some really interesting trivia about this movie. Arnold found the movie to be too dark, like the lighting. <laughs> like, And that was, that was his biggest complaint about the movie, apparently. It's too dark. You can't see my muscles. <laughs> Udo, yeah. Udo, Udo. Udo Kier um, was originally going to no play thanks. the devil, but they didn't want the good guy and like the devil to both have like accents, so they like recast. So interesting, yeah. So Liv Tyler was offered the role of uh, Christine. Whole bunch of interesting stuff in here. All right, buddy, all right, let's rate it. I'll start us off. I yeah, I had a really fun time with this one. I think it's like a really good movie, really solid. There's some goofy stuff for sure, but you know, just kind of turn off your brain and enjoy it for what it is. I'll give it a seven and a half. 
Okay, I'm at a three and a half out of five for the reasons Joe just stated. So yeah, that's about seven and a half or seven in that range right there. Hasn't aged well uh, visually in some stuff, but not a lot has from that era either. So you gotta kind of gotta forgive it. So uh, yeah. And I give it an eight out of 10. Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun watch. Absolutely love Arnold Schwarzenegger in this. Gabriel Byrne steals the show and it was just a really cool movie. You know, it's, uh, so I gave it, I think I gave it four. So maybe I gave it three and a half. I don't remember what I gave it on Letterboxd, but. Gave it a three and a half, you cheat. Three and a half, yeah. Well, I'm, now that we discussed it and I'm <laughs> thinking about it more, I think uh, I'm raising it to a four star. So eight out of 10. Nice. Cool. Mm-hmm. All righty. All well, right. I don't think we know what we're doing next week. Yet. We definitely don't. <laughs> uh, but uh, all I'll say is that we are getting in the season. So after this episode is when things start popping off. There's a lot of shit to review. Like the yeah. choices are going to like we for the past few weeks, I feel that like we've been kind of looking for stuff. Whereas now mm-hmm. stuff is going to land on our lap and we're not going to know what to review because there's three, four big horror movies all coming out at the same time. And we got... Focus, focus coming out soon. We got monsters. We got Terrifier. We got um, Halloween. Ends. Yeah, Halloween ends. Uh, I'm sure there's other ones. We too. got. We got to uh, literally cover all those too. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah, they're all like must, right? Yeah. And, so, and we got the yeah. Chucky TV series. I don't know if you guys are interested. That's in coming these, up. A season two. Yeah. All right. Well, stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We don't know what we're going to be reviewing next, but we'll. But follow us on our Discord because that is the best way to keep up to date with us. Also, don't forget our event coming up. Two events, actually. Our big one with Omri Katz on October 22nd with the whole squad. Also, the week prior, there is going to be uh, a signing with uh, our good friend Damian Maffei from the Strangers Prey Night and Haunt. He will be signing at Silver Moon from 1 to 5. So hopefully you guys can make one or two or both or both of those events. But uh, head to cinemasalem.com if you would like to attend the Omri Cat screening. And yeah, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search the Horror Squad podcast and you'll find us on there. If you'd like to support the show as well, you can buy merch. We are on T Public. Just search the Horror Squad podcast on there and you can find some shirts, cups, pillows, a whole bunch of good goodies. And yeah, that is it. We'll see you next week. Do your best Arnold impression. Someone oh. lead us out. Todd, I'm looking at you. <laughs> um, we all got to do one. Um, <laughs> Sky One, get the fuck down here now. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I'm going to go with what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> and I'll do tonight's movie. You're a fucking choir boy compared to me. A choir boy. Bye. Bye. Give them a big, big hand, and let's all sing happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you.